All right, you're listening to the Just Means Less ACC podcast with your hosts, Micah and Nick from Fifth Quarter ACC. And Micah's not here. Um, right now, we had to, we, Micah and I could not figure out a day or time to record together. Um, Micah went to Miami of Ohio Tuesday night. Um, and I think he's working something with East Tennessee state, uh, tonight and, uh, tomorrow I'm going to a, uh, wedding rehearsal dinner. Um, so unfortunately we could not figure out a time or day to record together, but what we are going to do is we're going to do two separate episodes for the preview pod this week. Uh, I'm recording first since, uh, this is my night. To do it and Micah will record second give you his thoughts on this week um for the week 11 preview so that's how it's gonna go I put out a tweet out there um saying that that was gonna happen right before I hit record so just so you guys know um where to start well Micah and I usually like to record right after the college football playoff rankings uh were released uh, but unfortunately, again, we could not do that. So I want to start off before we preview these games. I want to start off by saying that there is a path for Clemson. If you guys were listening to la or Sunday's episode, I said that if Clemson is in the top 10 in the college football playoff rankings, there will be a path for them. It seemed a little too hard at 12 because at 12, you had two other teams ahead of them that just did it didn't look like it could happen. You had Ole Miss, Alabama, and UCLA in front of Clemson, or specifically UCLA and Ole Miss. We'll get to Alabama later. But in the college football playoff rankings, Ole Miss and UCLA are behind them. So that's fine. That's good. What I have in front of me is 4 through 13, meaning teams 4 through 13 besides Clemson, um, their schedules in front of me. I have all their, the remaining schedules for teams 4 through 13 uh, because right now it's just been a cycle between 4 through 13. Uh, Tennessee lost, so they're out of the top four. TCU is in. Um I'm going to go over how Clemson's hopes are still alive because I still believe they are. I think they've got a shot with how this season is going. Anything can happen. There are a lot of scenarios that can happen. So I don't believe that Clemson is dead. I don't think Clemson's dead at all. I think the ACC is still very much alive in the college football playoff. One thing I will say, you talk or you hear a lot of chatter about UNC's path to the playoff, which why is now granted they have a legit path. You know, you go undefeated, you beat NC state in the last game of the season, you go on to beat Clemson. You would need a lot to happen, but why isn't it the same for Clemson? Clemson and North Carolina lost to the same Notre Dame team and kind of got whopped by the same Notre Dame team who is now 20 in the country. So why is it that Clemson, if they get one loss, win the ACC championship, why is there not a path for them, but there is for North Carolina? Now, not again, I'm not saying North Carolina doesn't have a shot. They absolutely do with one loss. And that one loss to being, being to Notre Dame, not a conference loss. 
So I just find it kind of hypocritical. I think people want to bury Clemson so fast because the Atlantic division in week nine, I want to say, had a bad week. You had Wake Forest shitting the bed against Louisville. You had NC State barely escaping against Virginia Tech. And then you had Syracuse looking like frauds against Notre Dame in week nine. So in Clemson's bye week, they lost their bye week. But the committee put them at 10, and there's a path. There is an absolute path for Clemson. I'll make this very quick. Alabama's ahead of them. They're number nine. Clemson fans, if you're listening, don't worry about Alabama. You want to know why you don't have to worry about Alabama? They're not going to the SEC championship. Even if they beat Ole Miss, which you would actually want Alabama to do. You would want Alabama to beat Ole Miss so that they're not a factor anymore. That way they are eliminated from the SEC championship. That's way it's in LSU. It's LSU's to lose, right? Right now it already is LSU's to lose because they have the win over Ole Miss and over Alabama. So Alabama is already a non-factor. You want them to be Ole Miss. So Ole Miss is not a non-factor. Um, plus Ole Miss, the rest of their schedule is very hard. They got to play Alabama. They got to go to Arkansas, which I know Arkansas is not good, but going to Arkansas is pretty tough. And you finish off with Mississippi State, who is not a bad team at all. They're a pretty decent team. They got a great uh, quarterback. Mississippi State will give them problems. So you can eliminate Ole Miss and you can eliminate Alabama. They're just a stupid roadblock that you can that will not be there come conference championship time. Then there's the issue with the Pac-12. Well, what does the Pac-12 love to do? They love to cannibalize themselves. They love to eat each other up. They always do it. This year, it's kind of happening late. I think it's still going to happen. Why? Because they also have to play each other. Utah who I put their schedule in my notebook has a shot to still go to the SEC champ or I'm sorry, the PAC 12 championship. That's what you want. You want Utah to be one of those teams to go to the PAC 12 championship. Utah has Stanford. They're at Oregon, which is a potential upset for Oregon. And then they're at Colorado. They could easily win out. What other SEC team is ahead of Clemson? Well, you got USC at eight, who they have Colorado, and guess what? They're at UCLA. Um, they will eat each other up. One of those teams will not go. UCLA already has a conference loss. So does USC. So one of those two teams will be eliminated come week 12. Week 12, one of those teams will be gone. So you don't have to worry about that. And guess what? USC, they still got to play Notre Dame. The same Notre Dame team that beat you, that beat Clemson. So USC could be potentially have two losses come to the end of the season. Do I think they will? I don't know. But the path is there. Then you have UCLA who's behind. UCLA already has a conference loss. They already lost to Oregon. They just need to lose one more time. Now, their schedule seems pretty easy besides USC. They have Arizona and California. So I'm betting on the Pac-12 to basically beat each other up. 
I think that's going to happen. Okay, so you've already eliminated. You don't have to worry about Utah. They already have two losses. And they play a factor into beating Oregon. You kind of have already eliminated UC, USC and UCLA with USC's tough schedule in the end. And USC and UCLA still need to play each other. You want Ole Miss to lose to Alabama. Alabama is not a factor. And if Alabama beats Ole Miss, they're not a factor in the SEC West. Now you've got number seven, LSU. LSU has to go to Arkansas, which is going to be tough. They play UAB and they are on the road at AM come week 13. Kind of hard schedule. Because the, uh, their big games left are on the road. But listen, if LSU is going to the SEC championship, do you really think that they're going to lose to Georgia? Or I'm sorry, do you think they're going to beat Georgia? I don't know. I don't think so. Georgia has put an ass whipping on Oregon and Tennessee. It didn't look, the score won't tell you they put an ass whipping on Tennessee. But the, if you look at, you know, if you watch that game, they they held up quite a bit, or uh, Georgia did. Now, I get it. Georgia has looked vulnerable. They looked vulnerable, vulnerable against Missouri and against Kent State. But Georgia is clear number one, and you want Georgia to win the SEC championship against LSU. So there's that. Um, will it happen? I don't know. And plus, if LSU loses to one of these teams, before the SEC championship game, then you have a whole bunch of chaos. SEC West practically eliminates itself. And then you don't know who's going to go to the SEC championship game. Um, it could be a three-loss Alabama team. It could be a three-loss Ole Miss team or a three-loss LSU team. Or Mississippi State might just come out of nowhere if they win out too. So I don't know. Um that's what you want. You want Alabama to beat Ole Miss, and you want LSU to hopefully lose before the championship game, and if not, you want them to lose to Georgia. Now, then there's Tennessee. Tennessee has the easiest schedule remaining from what I have here. From 4 through 13, Tennessee by far has the easiest schedule. They are at home against Missouri. They're at South Carolina, which will be their toughest game. And then they're at Vanderbilt, which all let's all be honest, that's a home game for Tennessee. Things get I'm not, this isn't an SEC podcast, but things get kind of shaky with the SEC. Like let's say LSU beats Georgia, and then are you going to leave out Georgia in the college football playoff? And then what about Tennessee? the same Tennessee team who beat the hell out of LSU at home and beat Alabama. That's where it gets dicey. That's really where it gets dicey. Your Clemson's problem right now is Tennessee. That's their problem because we could talk about TCU. Do you really believe that TCU is going to go undefeated? It's a great story. And I love TCU. TCU arguably has the hardest schedule remaining of these nine teams that I have. Probably the hard, second hardest behind Ole Miss. TCU has to go to Texas. They have to go to Baylor, which is a rivalry. And they finish off the season against Iowa State. Now, T 
TCU, I'm sorry. If they win out, they win the Big 12 championship, which who knows who that opponent will be in the Big 12 championship. Uh, they might win as well. TCU wins out, they're in. So you already got Georgia. You got the winner of the Big Ten between Ohio State and Michigan. Because let's be honest, those schedules are so weak. Now that Ohio State, now that Notre Dame win is looking better and better for Ohio State because now Notre Dame is back in the top 25. So if you're a Clemson fan, you kind of want Ohio State to beat Michigan. I think you would want Ohio State to beat Michigan because I don't think they're going to take a one-loss Michigan um, because of how weak their out-of-conference schedule was. We talked about this before. Michigan played the weakest out-of-conference schedule. They played UConn, they played Colorado State, and they played Hawaii. That was their out-of-conference schedule. If I'm a Clemson fan, I want Ohio State to win. Because Notre Dame is looking better and better and better. So you kind of want Ohio State. So let's say Ohio State beats Michigan. That will eliminate Michigan, in my opinion. So you got Georgia. You got Ohio State. TCU wins out. They're in. So that's three. Now, let's say the Pac-12 cannibalizes itself. So that means Oregon probably loses to Utah. UCLA uh, beats USC. And you got the Pac-12 championship with two lost teams uh, playing in it. Then the SEC, you've got Georgia playing who? Probably right now LSU, but we'll see. Your problem is Tennessee, Clemson fans. That is your problem. Tennessee has the easiest schedule remaining of these nine teams that I have listed. Again, they are playing Missouri. They're at South Carolina. They're at Vanderbilt which is a home game. Um, that's your path. You need chaos. You need the Pac-12 to eat itself up, which is a good chance it will. Just to re Let me just recap everything, and then we can move on to the schedules because I don't have a lot of time on the actual Anchor app on my laptop. So let me go through this one more time, and we'll get to the schedule real quick. You need the Pac-12 to cannibalize itself, and there's a good chance they will. You got all these top teams still having to play each other, plus the Pac-12 championship, plus Notre Dame playing USC. Uh, UCLA and USC still have to play. Utah still needs to play Oregon. Oregon needs to play Washington, who is now number 25, and Utah. So there, there's that. You need Ole Miss to be, you need Alabama to be Ole Miss so that their SEC championship hopes are done. Uh, and Alabama's not a factor anymore anyway. Uh, in the SEC championship, need TCU to lose. I think a one-loss Clemson ACC champion will get in over a one-loss TCU Big 12 champ. Um, and then LSU, they lose. I mean, their schedule's hard. Again, they're at, Ar at Arkansas, UAB, at Texas A&M. Not the easiest. I feel like LSU will be favored in all those games. But once it comes to the SEC championship, Georgia's going to womp them. Um, so there you go, guys. That is Clemson's path. Pac-12 cannibalization, Alabama beating Ole Miss, TCU needs to lose, and your problem, and LSU loses in the SEC championship, your problem is Tennessee. That's your problem. Are they going to pick a Tennessee team 
that didn't make their conference championship? Or are they going to pick a one-loss Clemson ACC champ? That's your that's your problem right now. Tennessee is your problem. Okay, so we got that out of the way, Clemson fans. You're still alive. There's still a lot of hope. But your problem right now is the schedule you got left, which South Carolina looks okay, and then you got Louisville. But we'll get to those in a minute. Now, to preview the Week 11 matchups, um, starting at noon, Virginia Tech at Duke. Um, let's be honest. Virginia Tech has not been good all year. We've already talked about it. Duke. I want to give Duke some credit. I like to look at the victory margins. And we noticed this with Louisville a few days ago. Or, I'm sorry, a few episodes ago. I want to give you guys a little insight on insight on Duke. Uh, they're going bowling. Congrats to Mike Elko. Should definitely be coach of the year. Their losses on the season have been a combined 12 points. 12. They lost to Kansas, who is a great team. Not a great team, but a good team. A bowling team. A team just like Duke, who is resurrected and everything. Lost to them by six on the road. They lost to Georgia Tech by three on the road. And they lost to North Carolina by three, which was the reps kind of handed North Carolina that game. Uh, that's a very debatable game where Duke probably should have won if it weren't for the reps. Their margin of loss is 12 points on the season. Give me Duke. I think Duke takes care of it at home. I don't think they slip up against Virginia Tech. Um, I love what Mike Elko's doing. I don't see them losing this game. Your next noon game, Pitt at Virginia on ACC Network at noon. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to go with Pitt on this one. This game looks very ugly to me. I think Izzy's just going to run the house. Although Virginia's defense has looked better and better uh, every game. And they looked pretty good against North Carolina, considering they were missing a lot on offense. Uh, considering it's at home, Virginia could cover. Maybe Virginia gets a win. You know what? I've convinced myself. For Micah, and he because he's not here with me right now, he said it best himself. Virginia's got to win at some point. They got to get a big win sometime this season. I think this might be it, now that I'm starting to talk my way into it. Virginia, I think, can win against Pittsburgh. Um, Pitt looked pretty ugly last week against Syracuse. I think Virginia can get this. If they can get healthy and they play the same defense against Pitt, make Keenan Slovis throw the ball, I think they got a shot. Moving, let me check my time. Okay, I got some time. Um, moving over to the 3.30 slate on ESPN, Louisville at Clemson. All right, Clemson. I just pumped you up. I just gave you a path to the playoff. I told you what you need to happen, and it's not impossible. It's right there. Now, all you have to do is just win out. You're at home. Louisville's hot. Louisville's very hot right now. They, uh, Who did they just beat last week? Oh, JMU. They just beat JMU. Um, definitely a game where it could have been a look-ahead spot considering how hot Louisville has been, and they were looking at Clemson. Well, that did not happen. 
Louisville could give Clemson some problems. If Clemson can win this game convincingly, they've got a shot. The rest of their schedule is pretty easy after Louisville. They're at, they play Miami, and then uh, they play South Carolina. Everything's at home. Clemson, the path is there. And all you heard, the remaining games on your schedule are all at home, and you have a path to the playoff. You do. So, I want to say Dabo's too good of a coach right now to let this one slip by. There is still opportunity. There is still great opportunity. Clemson, I think, can get this win at home. I think the fans will show up. Um, they'll do their little storm the field or meet at the pub, whatever that lame tradition is. Um, I think Clemson wins. It's going to be ugly, I feel like. I think Louisville's fired up and ready. Um, if Clemson loses, they're done. It's over. It's over. And it's over for the ACC. Because if North Carolina wins out, then... Uh, what like they're not i don't think they'll put a north carolina team in if they beat a two loss clemson team in the acc championship i just don't think that'll happen uh so i got clemson i think dabble will get the boys up ready to go it's at home there's a path um quarterback situation i don't know we'll just have to see i think they're gonna start dj you gotta get like i said on sunday's episode the nine, the 49ers had the same problem when they drafted Steve Young. They uh, went back and forth with Joe and Steve, Joe and Steve in the 89 year. They were six and six. They were not going to make the playoffs. Bill Walsh asked the team, what do I need to do? You need to pick a guy. Clemson needs to pick a guy. What happened when the Niners picked their guy? They picked Joe. Joe and the Niners won the Super Bowl that year. Clemson needs to do the same thing. you got to have full confidence in DJ. You have to. I get pulling him against Syracuse, but this one, you got to let him take it on the chin. You just have to. All right. Uh, I won't talk much about NC State Boston College. Uh, I think NC State's going to want them. It's at Raleigh, at Carter-Finley. It's senior night there. Um, State moved up six spots in the playoff poll, which is huge for them. Um, they are looking to get a New Year's Six bid. Um, depending on what happens in the ACC championship game and how Clemson finishes, if they make the playoff or not. Um, Orange Bowl, not likely, but there is a bid for the Cotton Bowl. There is an at-large bid for the Cotton Bowl. So if State just keeps winning, wins out, they have a great shot. Moving up six spots for them is huge. They take care of business uh, against Boston College and chaos happens in front of them, they're looking at a Cotton Bowl bid. Um, again, what happens in the ACC championship and what happens with Clemson, Clemson gets in to the uh, college football playoff, then North Carolina is going to get the Orange Bowl, and if UNC, or if NC State wins out, uh, they'll get a Cotton Bowl bid. So we'll see. All right, uh, Georgia Tech, Miami. I just want to check time real quick. Okay, I'm still good. Uh, Georgia Tech, Miami. Sad Georgia Tech. Miami looks dead. It's not even on TV. It's not even on TV. They rather show NC State kicking Boston College's ass than Georgia Tech and Miami. Um, on ESPN three. So if you got an ESPN subscription, you'll be fine. Uh, 
Mike and I were talking about it and talking about Georgia Tech. They're four and five. They get a bad Miami team coming to them. I'm picking Georgia Tech to win. Uh, Bull eligibility is still on the line for them. They win this. That North Carolina game is very winnable. Again, North Carolina has not looked good at all this year. They are the weirdest, the luckiest, 8-1 team that has ever existed, ever. Would it shock me if Georgia Tech went on the road to Chapel Hill and beat North Carolina for bull eligibility? Not in the slightest. They just got a big win against Virginia Tech, coming back and winning. Um, I think they beat the hell out of Miami. I think they're excited for this matchup. It's at home. If you're a Georgia Tech fan and you you listen to this podcast, you haven't had a home game since you lost to Virginia. Your last four or five are on the road. On the road. This is the last home game for Georgia Tech. If you're a Georgia Tech fan, show some heart. Show some life in that stadium. Go to Dobbs Stadium and show some life. Go support the Yellow Jackets. They are two wins away from bowl eligibility after you just fired your head coach. Go support them. They could beat this Miami team with ease. And they have all this momentum going into Chapel Hill. Now, you're going to lose to Georgia. I'm sorry. You're just going to. But you play North Carolina. North Carolina has not looked good. So I have Georgia Tech winning this game. Miami looks like dog water, uh, as Micah likes to say. They will not win. I have Georgia Tech. Lots on the line in this game. Go to the game if you're a Yellow Jackets fan. Go. Uh, man, I am just cruising right now. Okay. Um, Wake Forest, UNC. Uh, I will be boots on the ground. Uh, this game will be on ESPN2. Uh, I am working this game. So if you see me, DM me, say hi, whatever. Uh, I met a couple. I met. I see Griffin. If you guys follow Griffin um, on Twitter, he's basically and our Wake Forest's uh, social, not social media guy, but they're a super fan. Uh, used to write for Clutch Sports. He writes for twenty four seven. So I see him. I see some good people that recognize me. So if you see me, you know, just wave, DM me. Uh, anyway, I'll be working this. I'm excited to be working this game. Two, three weeks ago, we said Drake May and Sam Hartman were Heisman favorites. Sam Hartman was getting more Heisman love because he's older, because he's with a more winning, winnable team. Uh, they're more in the national spotlight. That's gone to rest now. Wake has dropped their last two, and Sam look, has looked like garbage, really. I hate to say it. I love Sam Hartman, but he has not looked good. Three three interceptions against Louisville, two fumbles, and then three interceptions against NC State. Heisman Sam is done. Um, this game's gonna be fun. This game is gonna be very close. I think it's hard to say what will happen. I think this game's very close. I think it comes down to the wire. It's hard to think that Wake will lose. Do they really lose three in a row? This disciplined. Dave Clawson team who has not looked disciplined the last two games with the insane amount of turnovers against Louisville. You got, I mean, all over ACC Twitter, NC State Twitter, Wake Forest Twitter, 
you saw one of the players kick or step on uh, MJ Morris's head um, while he was on the ground. That's not Dave Clawson. Dave Clawson came out and apologized. Wake is a classy team with a classy coach. They're a disciplined team. I feel like all week during practice that they have had to focus on discipline. They have had to cover the details. Sam is in the film room. He's in uh, the quarterback's room. He is doing everything he can. I think Wake can pull this out and win this. Um, it's a big rivalry game. Um, it's going to be a fun quarterback matchup, man. I can't believe, I'm so excited to work this game. I cannot wait. I hope Wake wins. Um, it pretty much eliminates North Carolina from any playoff talk. Um, I'm sticking with my gut and saying Wake will win from the beginning of the season that North Carolina was getting all of these lucky wins until they meet Wake, until they meet State, they will get two losses. So I'm going to stick with that. I think Wake is more disciplined than what they've shown. No way they let this happen three games in a row. No way. If they go six and four, Wake Forest might be one of the most disappointing teams in the ACC so far. And yes, that is talking about Boston College and Miami. I am bringing those two in with this too. If Wake drops three in a row and they look bad, Wake might be one of the most disappointing teams in the ACC. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be a great quarterback matchup. Uh, I can't wait to see this young North Carolina team. So we'll see. I got Wake winning. Okay. Oh, I got 15 seconds left. Um, Florida State, they're going to beat Syracuse. Uh, Florida State looks really good. They are propping LSU and Clemson up. Uh, Syracuse has been fake all year. So that's it, guys. Thank you very much.